We had local bonds trading weaker with the R186 bid at yesterday 8.615%. Today, as you can see, coming in at 8.66%. The US 10-year Treasury last seen at 2.865% from 2.859%. Nedbank analysts pointing to technical analysis showing that a move uh, above a yield of 2.87% would signal a bear move to 3%, but underlining uh, the opinion that the 3.12% top will remain intact. So that's just some of the movement we're seeing in the fixed income space right now. We're joined on the line by Eunice January from Future Growth Asset Management for more analysis. Thanks so much, Eunice, for joining us on the line today. Well, we've had foreign, uh, foreigners coming in as net buyers of local bonds to the value of 1.42 billion rand yesterday, and that's only boosting the value of the rand. Why the uh, sudden uptick in interest? Is it simply a result of the risk on switch being flicked and investors moving back to emerging markets? Hi, Phoenicia. So I think the foreign purchases that we've seen over the last week, that's about 2.4 billion, hasn't really been as a result of fundamental changes. I just think the rand as well as local bonds have cheapened quite a bit over the last month or so. And foreigners are really just taking advantage of a cheaper bond market and a cheaper rand. And as you mentioned earlier, there is a bit of a change in EM sentiment. And, and because local bond markets are quite liquid um, and we have a relatively high currency beta, investors generally sometimes tend to take a bit of a speculative trade on local currency bonds. Yeah. How much of that sentiment being carried through to uh, the activity at today's local bond auction, Eunice? So not a lot of it. The bond auction actually cleared a bit weaker, about five basis points weaker from yesterday's auction, I mean yesterday's close. And I think a lot of it to do with local dynamics. So we know ESCOM are in the process of negotiating their wage, wages with the unions. And currently they seem to be in a bit of a deadlock with the unions demanding between 8 and 8.5%, whereas ESCOM is only offering between 6 and 7%. So the market is a little bit nervous on the, on the basis of that. Especially in a context where we've had the country's public finances simply moving in the wrong direction as it spends an increasing proportion of its budget on uh, wages and servicing debt as well. Eunice, how concerned are you that Treasury may not be able to stick to its fiscal uh, consolidation plan that was announced back in February? So on the, on the wage bill, um, I, if I recall correctly, there's about a 30 billion rand overspend because mm -hmm. of the recent wage negotiations. And we, we think Treasury would be able to reallocate spending from somewhere else just to cover that 30 billion rand. Our bigger concerns really from the revenue side. So we're seeing growth print relatively weak in quarter one. And if we look at more recent indicators, growth doesn't seem to be like it would improve significantly in quarter two. And we know there's a relatively strong link between growth and revenue collection. We saw that in 2017 when weak growth resulted in a revenue shortfall of almost 50 billion. So our concerns really more on the revenue side than on the expenditure side. So that is a risk going forward. And we'll see the market start pricing that in as we head into October's MTBPS. Yeah. Well, already we've seen uh, the markets become aware of that pressure on the fiscus units. We've seen the 10-year government bond yield rise over the last few months, uh, given that risk. So what investment case is uh, this bond putting on the table for you right now? Would you be delving in? So I think... We'd have to get a clearer sense of 
government expenditure plan is still relatively early in the fiscal year. We've only had two months of revenue and expenditure data. There's another, another 10 months to go. So there is still a little bit of uncertainty. And because of that, we're a bit on the fence on the fiscal side. But as I said earlier, there's still quite a big risk. Yeah. Uh, well, more broadly speaking, we have government's announcement last week that it's looking to um, alleviate some of the pressure that consumers are, uh, you know, suffering the brunt of right now. How much bearing does that context have uh, in on interest rates locally? We've, of course, got uh, the Saab's MPC meeting uh, for its uh, to make its next interest rate decision next week. Yes, so so I think the Saab would have to, well, we know growth is quite weak and, and has been quite weak in quarter one, and we know there's some risk to the, the growth outlook. So the risk is that if the Saab starts hiking rates, then growth might deteriorate because of that. And I think the Saab will be quite mindful of that when they head into their meeting next week. And I think the sensible thing for us and for consumers is really for the Saab to, to remain on hold and pause the rate at where it currently sits. Well, let's leave it there, Eunice. Thanks so much for having joined us on the line this evening. Eunice January is, of course, with Future Growth Asset Management.